Now back to hour two of Garden Talk with Mr. Mark Weber. Good morning, Mark. Did you find out how child trees and plants cool themselves off when it's this hot? I did. I learned more about transpiration than I ever thought I would know. Respiration, transpiration. Oh, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad I enlighten your world. Absolutely. Well, and in this hour of Garden Talk, we're going to talk about a very interesting topic called soil aggregation. Have you heard of soil aggregation? I have not. Sorry, I had my <laughs> mic turned off there. <laughs> Stay not. tuned because we're going to talk about the way that your soil is structured, how it clearly affects how plants grow, more so how it affects the performance of your turf grass and how you can improve the aggregation of your soil in this next hour of Garden Talk. And along with that as well, talk to Randy Tisher from Green Velvet Saw Farms, all that and so much more here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. I'm Storm Center 7 meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. We're watching the radar right now. If weather breaks, we break in immediately. Here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. And I'm Dayton's consumer warrior Clark Howard. You're listening to an Ask the Expert Weekend. And a good, 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 good Saturday morning to each and every one of you as we begin our number two of Garden Talk. And I have to tell you, you are missing the opportunity to right now to get help. If you've got a landscape challenge, if you've got a tomato problem, if you've got a cucumber problem, if your turf grass has got brown spots, if your trees are turning brown, um, or whatever your challenges may be, you can call us now at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, where Mr. Javon is at the helm, and he'll be more than happy to put you on the air with me, and I'm more than happy to help you with whatever is going on in your gardening world. 457 457- 1290. That's 457 1290. As we begin this hour of Garden Talk, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. My name is Mark Weber. Just a minute. This panel, I touched this panel, Javon, with my foot. I'm attacked by the panel. (laughs) I I shouldn't have touched the panel. I get so wound up, I kick my feet. Uh, A little bit about myself as we begin this morning's broadcast. My name is Mark Weber. Um, I have hosted this show for 28 plus years, 29 actually next month. Um, I hold two degrees from Ohio State University in uh, horticulture. I'm designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board certified master um, arborist. Less than 2% of all the certified arborists in the world hold BCMAs. Uh, that's the acronym for board certification. I'm also a certified professional horticulturalist, deemed so by the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences. So when you call Garden Talk at 457-1290, you are getting expert um, advice that's based on science and best practices. And I love to help you. No matter if you've got a question about your lawn, a question about your tomatoes, a question about your carrots, a question about whatever that question may be, I will do my best and foremost to help you along the way. Um, I'm going to make a couple of blanket statements before we jump to the telephone lines, 457-1290. Um, it is very hot outside, and this heat is hard on, your, hard on you. It's even more so hard on your landscape. And remember that uh, these kind of conditions, you should be receive, putting about an inch and a half of water on your landscape every seven days so it's important that you use a rain gauge when we get these rain events measure how much rain you get and then supplement accordingly to make sure that your lawn and landscape and trees are receiving the much needed water that they need Um, remember many of these particularly with our woody plants they're giant pumps meaning that they will literally spend lots of energy pulling water from the soil to cool these leaves and foliage off. If they run out of water, 
those plants will suffer and photosynthesis will shut down and more so the plant will begin to deteriorate. So do not uh, doubt me on this when I say watering is very, very important. And if you do any work outside, make sure you wear sunscreen and make sure you keep well hydrated. And um, I know you're not going outside today in that monkey suit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm going outside today at all. <laughs> once I once I get home, I'm going inside and enjoying my 70 degree weather that I have on the inside of my walls. You know, I always I tell I always tell people if you really want to appreciate a tree. Go out on a day like today. No joke. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, even I was uncomfortable walking into work at three 30 in the morning when it was 75 degrees. Yeah. <laughs> so as I told the sign. listeners this morning, when I pulled in the station parking lot a little bit about five fifteen, it was 78, <laughs> 78 degrees. Um, on my car's thermometer. Oh my gosh! Now, man. granted, we're on asphalt surfaces. Now, this is scary stuff. Right now, the soil temperature. I measured soil temperature yesterday in my yard. Now, I measured it in a place where there's no concrete or anything like that. It's at 86. Wow. Soil temperature. That's crazy. 86 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, think about this. If that lawn or that tree or that planting is near a sidewalk or a driveway or yeah, a especially curb, blacktop it yeah. is super hot yeah we're probably at 95 mm-hmm. on days like today which means the roots of those plants are being cooked mm-hmm. literally cooked so I mentioned earlier this morning's broadcast that watering is incredibly important. We're at a place where we need about an inch and a half of water per week. That's about every seven days to provide the needed water for plants that aren't near. And that's the key, not near hardscape surfaces. If you're near a hardscape surface, you may need up to two inches mm-hmm. of rain. So, we're going to tell us what we're going to go through in the next 48 to 72 hours so our listeners can plan appropriately. Well, you're not getting any rain today. It's going to be um, hot, like you said, and humid. So that soil temperature will likely climb even a bit higher. Uh, tomorrow's hot and humid, but we finally transition away from this hot trend. And that's that transition is going to cause showers and thunderstorms Sunday afternoon, Sunday night, Monday. So that will give us... Uh, it should give us a, a good amount of rain, so that that'll help us out a bit. What's and our then, what's our potential? Um, it's at about sixty percent, and we could, you know, I think for all of it accumulated together, um, maybe the upwards of a half to three quarters of an inch. Okay. Um, and then the temperature is going to drop. Temperature drops significantly, and so on does Monday. humidity too. Correct. And so does humidity. Yes. So what this means, I don't mean I get wound. Go ahead. Up, I get wound up about these things. What this means is, is as the humidity drops, temperature drops, we're gonna, it's gonna increase evaporation, evapo, we call it evapotranspiration, mm-hmm. which means that even if you get that half an inch, you still gonna make up probably another inch in the next seven day period. So that your plants aren't put into stress. Okay, so that might be an issue because near-term rain chances after Sunday and Monday are very low. Mm-hmm. And the the near-term outlook about the next week, um, so beyond that point, it looks low as well. So I think for the next 10 days, we'll probably be at about an inch of rain. Yep. So Irrigation will be important. Yeah. And, and the, not, the good part, though, is, is when those humidities drop, and the daytime temperatures are in that 80 range, we're not bound by the 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. watering time. In weather like this, you don't dare water after 10 Mm a.m. Because if you create these leaf surfaces with any dampness going into the nighttime nighttime hours, it is the perfect storm for plant diseases. Mm. And for everybody listening, I'm going to just say this all morning long. If you're going to water... It's going to be between 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. And it's it, if you don't, if you go past in the afternoon into the evening, you're asking for trouble. Hmm. 
And uh, it is, I, I will tell you, I saw, I've seen more dollar spot in lawns this week and I think I've seen in my whole career. And what is that? And what is that exactly? It's a, it's, it looks like the size of, of a dollar, mm -hmm. silver dollar. Silver dollar. And they're like brown spots in lawns. And it's, it's directly related to nutrition. Okay. It's directly related to really hot, humid weather and a damp leaf surface. But because the plant is not being fed adequate amounts, particularly phosphorus and potassium, it's a gateway disease. Hmm. And as I have alluded to for many years on this radio station, if you don't properly fertilize, you open up the floodgates to lots and lots of disease. And for the fact that we've had so much rain this year, whatever nutrition was in the soil got washed, washed away. away yeah. And we're in a place where we have a lot of lawns and trees and landscapes that are poorly fertilized, that have poor nutrient content, that the only way that we're going to prevent a lot of these disease issues is to get back on the path of plant nutrition. Assuming uh, the amount of water in the soil isn't an issue, when the temperatures cool down, will the grass start to go back from brown to green? Will it kind of loosen up, assuming if, we get water? If it's properly fertilized. Oh, okay. So you could also have issues where... Well, it, is this the dormant stage where in the summer it kind of... Grass will starts to brown. Yeah, grass grass naturally is designed for has a defense mechanism to go dormant. Uh -huh. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But the problem is is that if it's starving to death, mm -hmm. <laughs> dormancy may be death. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's no different than you and I. If like I made the analogy this morning with a listener who called in with his lawn troubles, I said if you eat nothing but potato chips for for, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. For enough time, mm -hmm. that potato chip diet will turn you into a potato chip. <laughs> okay? That is true. So in the case of plant nutrition, you've got 17 essential nutrients. 17. How do you know what those 17 are needed by the plant? You don't, unless you test. Mm -hmm. And then you, you work your whole program of fertility based around that soil test. And... What's scary to me is, is in the last four years, and I read a lot of soil tests, I'm watching phosphorus and potassium continue to go boom, 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 down the, down the tubes. And if you go to these stores and you look at what they sell for fertilizer, there's hardly any phosphorus, potassium in these bags anymore. Really? Yeah. Is it because it's expensive or? Yeah. Right, okay. There you go. Plus, there's some things going on with with runoff and stuff where they don't want to uh, get sued. Okay. So a lot of this is related to economics. But the reality is, is that used to be people that I use a four bag program and I've got a great looking lawn. Well, the old four bag four program had phosphorus and potassium in it. Uh huh. Doesn't have it anymore. Okay. And it's predominantly relying on nitrogen. So what happens is because nitrogen's increasing in some of these bags. Phosphorus potassium is dropping, it actually causes the, the, the turf grass to become more susceptible to more diseases. Hmm. Yeah. So the reality is don't guess, soil test. That's what I'll do. <laughs> I, I do most of the things you say, and my lawn looks pretty good. Good. Keep up the good lurk. Just, just need some water. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Jesse, it's good to see you. Good to see you, too. I appreciate all your great analysis, and uh, have a good rest of your weekend. You, too. Oh, how's the baby, by the way? Very good. Uh, when I woke up at 3 o'clock, he was awake with Rachel, and, you know, he was having a, a midnight snack, and then <laughs> he goes right back to bed, though. He, he doesn't make a fuss right? for a long time. Yeah, good, so. good, good, good. I'm glad. Thank you. Take care. Take care. That was meteorologist Jesse Mack. When we come back, we're going to talk to Charlie in Springfield about his lawn. Plus, we're going to talk to you, 457-1290. Love to talk to you today on this fine, fine, hot Saturday in the great Miami Valley on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's news and talk. Are kids better off in an intact family? 
You bet they are. This is Joe Cordell of the domestic litigation firm Cordell & Cordell. Kids living in a household with married parents do better in school, they're emotionally healthier, and they're more likely to stay out of trouble with the law. If you're in a troubled marriage, of course you should do everything you can to save your marriage, if only for your kids' sake. This includes considering alternatives to divorce. Of course, in some circumstances, divorce is unavoidable. In either case, if you're a man facing a crisis in your marriage, let us help you at Cordell & Cordell. Remember, we're the partner men can count on. The attorneys at Cordell & Cordell work to help men maximize their role in their children's lives. Contact the domestic litigation firm of Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Dayton area attorneys. A partner men can count on. 937-887-0000. Online at CordellCordell.com. That's CordellCordell.com. 2689 Commons Boulevard, Suite 100, Beaver Creek, Ohio, 45431. At James Free Jewelry, we love our heroes in uniform, and it shows with our preferred pricing program. We're proud to offer an extra 15% savings to all active military, veterans, police, firefighters, and emergency medical responders. Because at James Free, we know that sound isn't noise, but the sound of freedom. 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering. James Free Jewelers. Every company has a history a story that makes them who they are. At Koenig Equipment, their story is about family. It started 115 years ago when John C. Koenig realized his vision to start a family business to serve his friends and neighbors. Today, the Koenig Equipment team maintains that same vision. From offering competitive prices on John Deere equipment to providing parts and service beyond the sale. Conveniently located in Urbana, visit keturf.com today. Stock market instability, volatility, and losing money is a big concern. But it doesn't have to be. With a structured retirement plan, you can protect your money and forward your financial progress toward retirement. You don't have to risk your future riding the stock market roller coaster. Call the Miami Valley's retirement resource and author of Income Allocation, David Gaylor at Tradewinds Financial Group, 800-385-0437. That's 800-385-0437. And tune in Saturdays at 3 for your game plan for retirement. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. As the summer heat index climbs into dangerous territory, stay tuned to WHIO Radio for 24-7 updates on temperatures and important reminders of how to navigate the oppressive heat for you, your family, and your pets. Dayton's severe weather station is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Good morning, everyone. It is 724. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, clear sky conditions. Unfortunately, we're resting in a whopping 79 degrees on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. This is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley Radio Station with breaking news, weather and traffic, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. In a few minutes, we'll be going uh, in the grass with Mr. Randy Tisher from Green Velvet Sod Farms. It's a really interesting topic coming up, so stay tuned with that. Let's head to Springfield and let's go help Charlie. Charlie, good morning. Good morning to you, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Uh, every year, I tend to get spots of bent grass throughout my uh, lawn. I've got a combination of uh, tall fescue uh, turf grass and bluegrass. And every year, I get these spots of uh, bent grass, and I have to annihilate them every year by total kill. I just wonder if there's anything else that uh, I can use on that that wouldn't kill the grass but would take care of the bent grass. Can I ask you a quick question? Um, how old is your lawn? It's, well, it's as old as I Well, not as old as I am, but I bought it in 91, and uh, it was there then. Part of it I have uh, done because it had a lot of bumps and stuff in it, and I've redone that. 
probably a third of it, but uh, it's it's pretty old. Okay. Also built in '57, so I suspect it's back there. Okay. This is the this is the, you got what I call a Heinz '57 lawn. Okay. <laughs> You know, I mean, I don't mean to say that in a bad way, but it is a bad way. I mean, you, grass, you know, this is the thing about grass. A lot of people don't get this piece about grass. You know, bent grass is bent grass, bluegrass is bluegrass, ryegrass is ryegrass, and turf-type tall fescue is turf-type tall fescue, meaning each of those four are their own plant, okay? Right. And to create a, an, a, a, an attractive lawn, you need to have one dominant species. You have to choose because otherwise you end up with a Heinz 57 lawn, meaning that it'll have varied appearances at different times of the year because each of those four all have their own varied quality and each has their own Achilles heel. Okay. Sure. And at the same time, you're growing plants, and I don't want you to take offense to this, but it's true. You are growing plants that are genetically inferior. Meaning since 40, 50 years ago, there has been so much research done, so much crossbreeding and development of varieties of grass that have deeper roots, varieties of grass that have better winter color, varieties of grass that have insect and disease resistance, okay? So what I would suggest, and I know this is a hard pill to swallow for, for many, but I would tell you what, the ones that have swallowed the hard pill will come back and tell you that it was the best pill they ever took was to kill it all, to torch it all. Okay. And by doing so, and, and this is the beauty of this. Right now, today is July something. I don't, I've got my days mixed up today. July the 20th. If you would apply a post-directive, non-selective herbicide to your lawn right now, you would start to kill it. And the thing about bent grass is it runs by rhizomes. So multiple applications. And with the idea from now until August 20th, we're going to keep killing it off with the idea that around August 20th, we're going to slice seed it with an improved genetic variety like what you would get from Green Velvet Sod Farm. Um, and one of my favorites that I have in my yard is Trophy Turf Type Tall Fescue, which is very resistant against a number of insect pests. It's only Achilles heel, something called brown patch. And I manage my brown patch by proper nutrition. Um, I think it's a great tough grass that it'll have a root system that's twice, three times deeper than Kentucky blue. So I would begin starting new. I would torch it all because other the bottom line is your Heinz 57 lawn is always will be a Heinz 57 lawn. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and, and it's not going to be what you want it to be or what you dream it to be but the dream for it to be that dream lawn you have to start with fresh new genetics and wipe out all the bad stuff okay right and what what was that uh, turf grass you were talking about the one that i i'm the biggest fan of and i'm i'm partial to it because i have it in my yard is trophy turf type tall fescue what was the first word that's what, what trophy trophy Trophy. Yeah, and you can get it at Green Velvet Sod Farm. Yeah. Okay. Okay, very good. I appreciate that very much. So, uh, so Charlie, the point being is when you go to kill your art yard today, make sure you hydrate real well and wear sunscreen, okay? Oh, yeah. I don't want you to get hurt, okay? Yeah, I, I, I've done a lot of spot stuff, and it's, I'm getting tired of it. It's time to start new. It's start, right, time to start. You. You're most welcome, sir. Take good right. care. Bye-bye. Randy Tischer comes up next here on Garden Talk on Dayton's News and Talk, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. 
This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. Good morning, I'm Dave Daniels with a WHIO News Update. Our top story, dangerous heat and humidity lead to an excessive heat warning for the Miami Valley. The dangerous heat stays in the Miami Valley, but a cool down is near. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag, your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Now, WHIO triple team traffic looking good on your Miami Valley highways and byways this hour. No accidents or delays to tell you about. If you're northbound on 75 from Edwin C. Moses up to I-70, that 10-mile drive will take you about nine minutes. Our top story, dangerous heat and humidity for the Miami Valley today. An excessive heat warning will last for all of the Miami Valley until 8 p.m. today in combination with an air quality alert for the Dayton area. If possible, avoid extended exposure outside today. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag is back in moments with his exclusive WHIO forecast. With the excessive heat and humidity around the Miami Valley this weekend, many communities are opening cooling centers to help folks beat the heat. The Greater Dayton Recreation Center on West 3rd Street is open today until 4. The Northwest Recreation Center on Princeton Drive also open until 4 today. In Clark County, the Bethel Township Fire Department in Medway is opening its doors to the public. And you can also beat the heat at Walmart and Meyer in Springfield. And for a complete list of cooling centers in your area, visit our website, whio.com. A judge issues a restraining order, putting a 72-hour pause on a child welfare worker strike. The Montgomery County Job and Family Services says they've made good offers. Union members say that's not true. And despite the county's promise, services will not change for its clients. They're worried about the nearly 2,000 kids that could be affected. WHIO's Gabrielle Enright says the state is calling both sides for a meeting tomorrow to determine if the strike is a clear and present danger to the public. Now with the most accurate and dependable forecast, here's Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan of the live Doppler 7 radar is clear this hour. 75 degrees in Vandalia, 74 in Springfield, and 75 in Dayton at 734. With news on the hour, the half, and instantly when it breaks, I'm Dave Daniels on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk depend on it. Rumor versus fact. Which would you like to know? Don't fall victim to the rumors. Learn the facts about your pension and what you can do to protect it from unexpected or unannounced changes. As an associate, you need to learn the facts. Go visit Mike Martinez, president of the Pension Group. When unexpected events happen, it could cost you thousands of dollars of your hard-earned money. Mike Martinez can help prevent this from happening to you. At the Pension Group, they can help you better understand your pension options. For more than two decades, they've helped thousands of individuals just like you make informed pension decisions. Don't procrastinate. Call now to set up a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Mike Martinez and the team at the Pension Group. 937-669-7094. That's 937-669-7094. Don't face the rumors alone. Get the facts. Call 937-669-7094. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an affiliation with American Honda. Hi folks, it's me again, and I'm cooking in the sun just like you are. But you know, you can still plant those trees and shrubs right now, and with proper watering, still gain a full summer's growth. We keep our garden center fully stocked all summer long with thousands of good, healthy trees, shrubs, evergreens, perennials, and annuals, because we know that some folks just can't get it all done in the spring. Also this time of year, there are lots of bargains all over our six-acre nursery and greenhouses. We have potted rose bushes as low as $14.95, plats of annuals starting at $12.95, and hanging baskets as low as $6.95. We still have a great selection of Rose of Sharon, Boxwoods, Hydrangeas, and Barberry. So come out to 1309 Brant Pike, and remember we're open seven days. Okay. 
This is Clark Howard here on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. Own a Google Nest device? When you get home, tell Google to play WHIO Radio. How can you grow a better lawn? Let's go in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Sod Farms on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. And a good morning, Mr. Tisher. Well, good morning to you too, sir. It's like I told the gentleman, it's time to start a new lawn. <laughs> Get rid of that Heinz 57 lawn. Well, you know, this uh, this kind of heat may get rid of it for you on some of these lawns if uh, yeah. if uh, if it if it would continue. Although, I guess it's going to cool down and change a little bit. But uh, I can't think of anything tougher on a lawn than uh, the kind of heat we're having this weekend. It's uh, mm-hmm. it makes my gray hair get grayer. I'll tell you that. Yeah, and a couple mowing tips before we get into our conversation about soil aggregates, Mr. Tisher. I would recommend everybody out there, if you're mowing your lawn, uh, raise that mower deck as high as you possibly can. Um, one of the places that water is stored in the grass plant is in the blades. And by keeping a mo- high, 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 highly, uh, a lawn cut high, you're going to retain a lot more moisture inside the grass plant. And remember that it is a really good practice to irrigate pretty much in a time period of about 24 hours to 48 hours after you mow to rehydrate what you've cut off and water between the hours of 4 a.m. and 10 a.m. If you do any after afternoon watering or evening watering, you're opening up the floodgates, and I mean floodgates, of lots and lots of, of disease, and some of that you will not be able to turn around. Yeah, and, and just to add one more thing to that, uh, my buddy Joe Rimmelspaw at Ohio State University, plant pathologist, he uh, he puts, uh, you know, he, he gets excited about diseases, turf diseases like dollar spot and things like that, and he will tell you that uh, a dull mower blade will uh, will do more to promote turf diseases on a lawn than almost anything else uh, that you can uh, do to your lawn, so sharpen that mower blade and mm-hmm. go in different directions, and you know, if, if I don't know what this weather's going to do long term, Mark, but... Sometimes there gets a point when the best thing you can do to your lawn when it gets hot and dry is nothing at all. Just stay off of it. Don't right. mow it. Don't do anything to it. And uh, sometimes uh, sometimes that's the best thing you can do is nothing at all. So just uh, wait and see what Mother Nature does for us. But uh, we're not quite in that crunchy, uh, you know, walk on the yard and it crunches uh, mode yet. I hope we don't get there. But uh, but you don't know what down what's down the road. we got a lot of summer left to go. And and the time to fix a lot of these problems is just around the corner as well. Mr. It is. Uh, uh, August, September are the two best months of the entire year to plant grass seed, and, uh, and we're not too far away. Yep, it's just around the corner. This week, Randy, I sent you a link to about a whole topic that uh, I think, one of which I think we have completely forgotten about in, in, in growing plants, and it's probably one of the most key essential parts of soil aggregates. And I find myself in a weird place when I talk about this topic because this topic sometimes is really hard to fix after you moved into your house. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it? Well, you know, soil aggregates to me is, is, is pretty easy to understand. When you pick up a handful of soil, and it breaks apart into little pieces, you're looking at soil aggregates. And uh, each of those aggregates is made up of little soil particles of different sizes, and, mm-hmm. and they're, uh, they're held together by different soil particles. The clay, uh, you know, soil is made up of... Uh, sand, silt, and clay. Sand, silt, and clay. And, uh, and it's those, those particles are bound together and uh, are made, made up of, uh, of uh, those little, little aggregates. And... Uh, and it's it's a good thing. Uh, soil aggregates are a good thing uh, because you don't want your uh, your lawn to be hard cement, so to speak. So mm-hmm. those aggregates let the uh, nutrients into the soil, let the moisture into the soil, and uh, you know it's a sign of a healthy soil to have uh, have these soil aggregates. Right, and and the things that we do in the management of our lawn. Um, influence the way soils are aggregated meaning that when we mow the grass and if we have those clippings those clippings go back into the lawn and rot and decay and in the fall when the leaves fall off the trees that we chop them up and throw them back onto the lawn 
All of that is going to form better aggregation in the soil. And then also, Randy, I think the other thing is, is halotine correlation. We can't talk about that enough. Yeah. That is a driving force at improving aggregation, meaning the more that we can infuse oxygen, the more that we increase the likelihood of earthworms and fungi and bacteria combined with this organic matter that we're constantly recycling back into the soil in the turn is going to create better aggregation. And the thing that I take from aggregation, I think it's most important is it forms that what we call macro pore spaces in the soil. And that's where the roots of our plants go. Yep. Yeah, and that's in days like today, we want deeply rooted turf grass on every on every level. Yep. So, well, Mr. I can't agree with you more. And uh, in like days like today, we do lose uh, we do lose in the summertime fifty percent of the roots that we grow, and that's why we try to grow them. You know, roots mm-hmm. all the, all all the fall, all the winter, all the spring. We uh, we talk about how to grow roots because we do lose. Temperatures like this, uh, weather like this, the root system on your turf, no matter how well you take care of it, roots just uh, shrink. Uh, pure and simple, they just shrink and recede, and you can lose 50% or more of your root system over the summertime. And uh, and when you don't have many roots to begin with, that uh, that can be a, a sign of of uh, losing your whole lawn. So, uh, uh, you know, the soil aggregation is, is good. Uh, it, uh, it, it's a sign of a healthy lawn and a healthy soil, and, and uh, you're right, Mark, uh, uh, core aeration, that's, uh, that's right there in my one-two punch of uh, things to do with your lawn. If you didn't do, uh, if you only did a couple things to your lawn every year, uh, in my mind, you want a dog? Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is bring your dog to, to work day. Oh, good. And, uh, and Ellie wants to... Uh, well, they wants to go outside and work, but uh, <laughs> uh, if, you, if you only did two things to your lawn every year, uh, core aeration, and uh, we'll talk about it sooner than later here this year, is uh, high nitrogen fertilizer, the last thing you do to your lawn before you put it to bed. And uh, those two things will grow roots and, uh, and uh, help you make it through summers like this with 100-degree temperatures. Outstanding. Well, Mr. Tischer, as always, thank you so much for your analysis and expert, expert opinion. And uh, I hope you stay cool today and uh, make sure that doggy has, pl- has plenty of water to drink as well. <laughs> well, I, uh, I'm not a very good at haircuts, but uh, Ellie got a haircut. and uh, Good. Ellie's, a, Ellie's an old English sheepdog, and uh, Ellie with a pretty ugly, ugly, heat, ugly haircut, but it's functional. Exactly. Keep Ellie watered. Yeah, and and, <laughs> and El- she doesn't know that she got an ugly haircut. She thinks she's beautiful. <laughs> well, she's the center of the Tisher household, I'm sure. Well, yeah, sometimes uh, more so than others. My <laughs> wife uh, wanted her to get out of the house today, so she became, <laughs> a, she became a green velvet dog today. She, uh, she needed to go, so does, we, does, uh, she, the, she went. I have to ask you a personal question. Yeah, what? Does, 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 does Ellie sleep in the bed, too? Uh, no, well, not in, <laughs> not in my bed. Okay. Uh, Ellie has her own little dog bed. Okay, okay. Because, uh, you know, if... if uh, Ellie, uh, Ellie's our fourth sheepdog in our, yeah, in our in our forty some years of marriage, and uh, and uh, now the dogs have not made it in the bed. I, <laughs> I, I, I haven't made it into the bed all the time. I've been bad too, but uh, <laughs> Ellie, uh, Ellie, uh, Ellie, uh, dogs don't go in the bed now. I, 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 at our house, it's we have a, a we had we at one time we had four dogs. Now we have just one and. Her name is uh, Baby Luna. She's a 95-pound Wyoming-Einer that's uh, very much babyfied and spoiled, but by every morning around 4 a.m., 4.30, she gives this whole thing about she wants to come to bed and she crawls between me and Kim, so it's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> Ellie did that. I'm afraid Ellie would have a very short lifetime. <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, no, Ellie. Uh, I got Ellie out of the house this morning about right. five o'clock, and uh, All right. <laughs> and uh, she's over here at the office and uh, going to be a green velvet dog today. Outstanding. Well, Mr. Tisher, have a pleasant day. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll talk next week and see what Mother Nature does to us next week. That's right. It's always a challenge each and every week. Take care, Randy. It is. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Bye-bye. 
You've been in the grass with Randy Tisher of Green Velvet Zod Farms. Our Ask the Expert phone lines are open to answer your gardening and landscape questions. Call Mark Weber at 457-1290. It's our Ask the Expert weekend on 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, in roughly about a half an hour to 45 minutes, we will do... What plant I am with your opportunity to win a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I with what plant I am. And uh, I hope you tune in because we're happy to have you part of Garden Talk. When we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast and uh, talk about some other critical issues in the landscape. And next on the, on the topics of all is we're going to talk about pruning. The good, the bad, and the ugly. 457-1290 here on 1290-957-WHAO Dayton's News and Talk. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. 1290 and 957-WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. If you work for AK Steel, your pension's value could go down. With the impending union contract change on September 1st, your pension may take a significant hit. Do you know how this change is going to affect you? You could be at risk of losing $25,000, $30,000, maybe even more. Think about what that could do to your retirement. Don't lose a penny of what you've worked so hard for. Mike Martinez from the Pension Group can help you make sense of what this change means for your retirement. For more than two decades, Mike and his team have helped hundreds of families make sense of their pension options. And when it comes to this change timing is everything don't delay september 1st you only have a limited time to make the best choice for your retirement call mike today to schedule a visit or attend an informational event specifically for you 937-669-7094 don't fall victim to these changes 937-669-7094 or online thepensiongroup.com slash events. Investment advisory services offered through the Pension Group. Neither Mike Martinez nor the Pension Group has an affiliation with AK Steel. Thanks for calling 1-800-GOT-JUNK. This is Sarah. How can I help? I was just calling to say thanks for saving my move. How did we do that? Our stuff was loaded, but we were out of time and there was a mountain of junk we were leaving behind. My neighbor said, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. They make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. We came through for you? You saved my move. You're an angel for calling. Thank you. Thank you. To make junk disappear, call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. Hi, I'm Michelle Collins, and we know at Collins Real Estate Services that buying or selling a home is one of the biggest decisions you may make. Let our family-owned and progressive real estate company help you achieve those real estate goals. With our 28-plus years of experience, we have a team approach offering you the personal interaction that you deserve that others don't offer. If it's buying or selling, we're here to help. We're centrally located in downtown Miamisburg. Call us at 866-6364 or find us at buycrest.com today. As the summer heat index climbs into dangerous territory, stay tuned to WHIO Radio for 24-7 updates on temperatures and important reminders of how to navigate the oppressive heat for you, your family, and your pets. Dayton's severe weather station is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's news and talk. Hi, everyone. It is 7.50, 10 minutes before we reach the grand hour of 8 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Very hot and humid. We'll start with temperatures in the middle to upper 70s. Extremely muggy out there today. The high temperature topping off at 94 degrees. That puts the heat index near about 110 degrees. Sunny skies expected throughout the day with just a slight chance for a pop-up storm later in the day. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on Dayton Severe Weather Station 1290 and 957 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar shows um, clear conditions and we are getting hot and hazy. It's 79 in Springboro, 76 in Xenia, 73 in uh, Eaton. On the station that you, oh, by the way, it's 78 right now up in Wapakoneta. Woo, is it warm outside? On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk. This is 1290 and 95.7 WHIO Dayton's News and Talk. 
When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. 1290 and 95.7 WHIO, Dayton's News and Talk. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, we would love to talk to you. I want to talk just a couple minutes before I jump to the telephone lines. And by the way, there is no less than the three available phone lines right now at 457-1290. And uh, we'd be honored to help you along um, the way. Um, I'm really a big proponent of um, doing things according to what science and best practices say um, about how we manage our landscape. And every day I am taken back by the abuse that plants undergo from the result. Yes, the result of bad pruning. Pruning, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the most powerful things you could ever do to a plant. It is. It means that a plant can live or die based on the way that it's pruned and pruned properly. And there are a mountain of research out there that tells us how we should properly prune plants. Um, and we have a standard for which plants are pruned, and it's called the ANSI A300 Part 1 standard. Um, if anyone is going to be pruning your plants, they should be following the ANSI standards of pruning, period. Um, if they do not, then your plants will likely be damaged in a way that they will may, may or may not be able to recover and you should always rely on certified arborists to be writing pruning recommendations and, most importantly, implementing them. Let's head to the telephone lines and let's go talk to Richard and Xenia. Richard and Xenia, good morning. Good morning. How can we help, sir? I've got a grape arbor. It's 30 foot long. And uh, the last two years, the grapes have been rotting on them. Uh, is there something I can spray, put on them, or uh, do something to them? Um, well, first of all, grapes have a couple different fungal diseases uh, that affect them. And whenever you have as much rain as what we've had this year, <laughs> um, yeah. you can have those diseases. And remember how diseases um, work. Um, a disease is different than an insect, meaning that a disease affects the, veg the vegetative part of the plant. Once it infects it, it kills it. I'll say that again. A fungus, once it infects a part of a plant, it kills it, okay? Uh -huh. So the way that we reduce diseases in plants is we um, take part of what they call the disease triangle away, meaning... What plants do is um, they have to have the, fun, the, the fungi available or the, or the pathogen available. They have to have the weather conditions that, it, that allow that pathogen to grow. And then third of all, they have to have the susceptible host in place to um, hurt the plant. Does that make sense? So, yeah. so what we do is a lot of times we plant, we can plant resistant varieties against certain diseases. Like for example, with grapes, there is the resistant varieties of black rot, resistant varieties of grapes. We can also remove uh, old foliage and old vines off of the plant um, that will take away the black rot spores so, or even mummified fruit that may have been on there from the year before. Those can all provide sources of fungi for the future crop. And there's also fungicides. And typically the fungicides are applied uh, during the period of early bloom through um, three to four weeks thereafter bloom to control the fruit from being affected by different pathogens. But I think the part that I would share with you is I would recommend to figure out what the pathogen is first and then come up with a program to reduce that problem. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Unfortunately, a lot of times people, when they call, they want to, they want to, they want to, uh, what I call a, 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 a fast food answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, and see, the reality is, is we're dealing with nature here. Mother Nature, and she's can be a little bit complicated, but that's why um, I would suggest figuring out what this disease is. Go figure out exactly what the pathogen is. Now, what 
you are in uh, Xenia, right? Right. So what I would suggest you do is collect some samples of what this pathogen is doing to your grapes and take it to um, a local cooperative extension office of Ohio State University and see if they can help you diagnose it. Okay. And then, That's what I was going to ask you, if there's someone, someplace I can take it or have someone come and look at it. Well, there's uh, a, a certified arborist might be able to help you figure out what's wrong with it or, 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 or a degreed horticulturalist might be able to help you or you might want to work with the extension service, okay? Okay. All right. Good luck, sir. Okay, thanks a lot, bud. I appreciate it. Oh, you're most welcome, and have a good day, okay? Hey, you too. Keep uh, keep cool. I shall, Richard. Take care. Okay, Bye-bye. thank you. You bet. Bye. 457-1290. Let's go to Bob and Kettering. Good morning, Bob. Welcome to summer. <laughs> yeah. How, how can I help? Yeah, how you doing? Good. Quick, quick question on uh, using a seed slicer. Uh I want to know the differences of using that versus tilling it up your yard. Um, is your is your thatch? Uh, do you still have a lot of thatch if you just use a seed slicer versus uh, tilling it all up? I know it's a lot easier. I, w- I would assume to use a seed slicer. You know, I, Richard, Bob. If I'm sorry, Bob, if you kill it all, these seed slicers will allow you to slice right through it. I mean, it's that easy. <laughs> the thing, yeah. the thing that no, I find. The thatch isn't a problem because you chew right through it. Uh huh. Okay. So the thing. What about that, the, I, I do have some tree roots. Um, okay. Would be a problem. Um, is there trees where you're going to try to grow grass, Bob? Uh, in some areas, yes. In some areas, no. Okay. So, Bob, I'm going to say this, and I've said it for 28 years. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say, Bob? <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Oh, something about uh, they're biologically something. They're not the uh, they don't work well together. They're not good friends. <laughs> I, I have a better cliche. Okay, trees and grass are a biological relationship destined for divorce court. Destined for divorce. There you go. Okay, <laughs> so that destiny for divorce court is basically because of physicality. You got plants that want to be in sun and they compete, and one's a heck of a lot bigger than the other. Okay. Right. So why do it? You know, the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing, same stupid thing over and over again, okay? Right. Don't try to grow grass under trees. Make that into a shade garden. It'll help the trees. It'll help your landscape. And grow grass where it's full sun. You put right. grass where there's full sun, Bob, it will thrive and grow. Also, Bob, before I run out of time... I want you to do another important thing that Mark talks about all the time. Soil test. I want you to do a soil test, Bob, because we now need I to figure that because my 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 hydrangeas I have are just not blooming anymore, and I figure I got problems with my soil. It's right, Bob. So if we don't guess, we do what, Bob? We do soil test. Very good, Bob. Have a good weekend. Stay cool right, out thanks. there, and thanks for listening to Garden Talk. Here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stay tuned. Stand by. One hour of outstanding radio lies ahead with a $25 gift card to know what at stake. Right here on 1290 95.7 WHIO. Dayton's News and Talk. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios. WHIO AM Dayton. WHIO FM Pleasant Hill. A Cox Media Group station.